podcast, you joined by your host, Sean and Jess. Why was that funny? Because I'm just thinking about today, okay? And I was like, oh, we're doing this. It's happening. Welcome back, guys. Uh, This is the Chronic Sisters and this is episode 12. Um, Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed our mini mental health series, the little three-part episode. We know you guys seem to love the self-love part. Love, love, love. Um, And we hope that you did some things for your self-love love language. I can definitely tell you that I... uh, I've done fucking nothing. (laughs) Look, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a while. I feel like we... every. It's been a week, but it's getting worse. (laughs) And I'm so sorry. We are so delirious. (sighs) Two parts. Two parts. We haven't even done... We'll get there. We'll get there, I promise. But two parts for today. Part one is that we are recording this on a Friday night. And I have raced home from leaving work to go to Left Foot Surgeon, which you all know about. And I saw Left Foot Surgeon and was going to get a referral for a cortisone injection. But he got so excited about my scan. By how fucked up your feet were. He was like, I have never seen in my career bursitis so bad of the first toe. Like that big toe. Like look at it on ultrasound, Jess. I said, yeah, well, what are we doing about it? Like, can we do something about it? Like, can mm. I have a refer- – like, can I do it right now? And I was like, oh, yeah, go on. Then he pumped, like, a few things in and he was like, now, Jess, tonight your foot will be numb. It'll probably be numb for 36 hours. I mean, good luck driving home. It's my right foot. Love that for me. And you're probably going to be a bit wired. You won't sleep and a little bit delirious. Might feel a bit flushed and just a little bit like, ooh. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> okay. That's going to be, I was like, my husband asked me, great, when I tell Sean we have to record an interview with, and what I thought was a Californian podcast, Sean thought was from New York. Anyway. It's from LA. We raced home. I raced home. I drove with me numb foot. Yeah. We checked home. that you could drive first because yeah, yeah. I was going to come and get you. You were. Thank you. Yes. No, I was okay. Got home very safely. And Uncle Reese slash Zach's best friend. Bundy's uncle, obviously, picked up my child, took him home for a play because Sean and I were getting very serious and down to business with an interview. Yep. She logged in yep. to the Zoom meeting. Yep. Technological kind of gal. Love my gal. Logged it in. She logged it in. Sound check. Video check. 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 Mm, we're on. Mm. Ready to go. We've been waiting a while. Oh, it's past no seven o'clock. No one's joining us. Weird. I was like, oh, should we email her? Yeah. Now, Sean, would you like to confess? I think you take over from here. Okay, thank you so much, Jess. Tell the um, people. So, yeah, I'll tell the people. So, look, we are in Western Australia, and um, I'm not sure if you're aware that the times around the world are slightly different. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the problem is, is that I spent way too long writing down on a piece of paper and working out the time differences of when the person that we were supposed to be interviewed by was available, when Jess and I were available, we've both got hectic schedules, Jess is on night shift. It was all very confusing. <laughs> so I sent an email <laughs> once once I had figured out the time and the date and that we were all free. I sent the email and in the email I said, yep, yeah, no worries, let's lock it in. Friday night, 7pm, your time. Saturday, 11 a.m. our time. And if you just forgot when we told you we started recording this, when we were waiting for the interview, it's Friday, 
at 7 p.m. So Sean did a thing. <laughs> We're a day early. The interview for our time isn't until tomorrow at 10 a.m. And uh, it's currently 6 a.m. in uh, California. And up until about 20 minutes ago, I was saying the interview was from a company in New York. They're not. They're from Los Angeles. And it says it everywhere in the emails. So apparently I just make stuff up now. So this is why we haven't given up our day jobs. Because we can't even coordinate collabs. So I love that for us. So we are feeling slightly delirious, a bit uh, overtired, exhausted from a horrendous week, a bit frazzled, and I'm blaming my foot. So I don't have anything to blame. No, Sean just has (laughs) poor time skills. And then she's like, is LA, LA's in California. And I was like, sweetie, we've spoken about this. I fucking failed geography. I don't know, but I do know it's in California. Well, God forbid if you tried to organize the interview where we'd be. See, the thing is, I trust you (laughs) so much that I didn't even do it myself. Because I'm like, she won't be wrong. I can be there at that time. I'm not, I've got my one night shift off. I finish a pal care day. I will be there. All right. Okay, we don't. Okay, it's on thick. I get it. <laughs> I fucked up. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Oh, but anyway, hey, we've squeezed it in a recording. So we you have, know. and I mean, it's an unplanned record. But we thought, hey, we're in a bit of a funny mood. Yeah, look, we're coming off the mental health series. We always seem to do heavy, so let's lift it up. And it kind of does flow in from the um, the mental health. Uh, little mini series that we did but first it's the (laughs) wait pause i need a breath no i just want to say that potentially soon we may have we may have a jingle for this part (laughs) that my darling partner zach has tinkered away And it is honestly the jazziest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. So I'm really hoping that he finishes it so we can give it to you he guys. He FaceTimed me the other day and said, oh, 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 listen to this. <laughs> it's the best. A productive sick day, Zach, I had the yeah. other day. Oh, Very my God. Productive. Okay. All right. But it's the <laughs> fun fact follow up. <laughs> so good. Right. So the first fun fact follow up that I have for everybody, it is around the discussion about kinder eggs now cast your mind back (laughs) cast your mind back to the discussion where i said how best it is to eat a kinder egg and i put it on the socials and everyone voted and there are a percentage of monsters out there that bite it whole but then i found out some very interesting information from one of our listeners in america and she emailed me um to say that in america they don't have the ability to snap it open because it's not chocolate as a whole egg. It's in a plastic container and one side of the plastic container is chocolate and the other side is a toy. So they can't even... But the other side's not even chocolate. It's like plastic with chocolate inside it. Yeah, like chocolate... Um... I think I'll have to get Sean to put it on the Insta. Yeah, because it's hard to explain. I-, I didn't really understand it. When she explained it to me in the message, I I was like, you need to send me a photo because I cannot work out what you're trying to tell me. And then when she sent it to me, I was like, oh, yeah. But that's come from the Americans think that the egg 
as a whole is a choking hazard, which only means that they all bit it as a monster bite to be able to choke on it. What, choke on the toy? No, choke on the chocolate. Well, that's... What, so we can't have Easter bunnies anymore because we choke on them? Can't have a hollow Easter egg? Look, I don't make the rules. Yeah, I wonder if they have hollow Easter eggs in America. If you're listening, is that a choking hazard too? Or maybe they think they inhale the toy or something. Maybe. I don't know. Look, who knows? Anyway, do you have anything else or is that it for us? Mate, (laughs) that's as good as you're going to get today. Okay, all right, great. Do you have anything? I don't think so. I think I'm an honest girl. All right, well, we're moving on. Oh, no, I do have one, sorry. See, I fucking gave you the opportunity to because I know you're (laughs) Uh, a liar. I'm just being truthful to say that I did not do my homework and I didn't finish my Florence Given book. Hmm. Look. Did I say that was going to happen? I think I did. You did, it's but... the second public call-out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what have you done? That wasn't my homework. What was your homework? I didn't have any. You said, how can I best support you as a friend? And I said, you can listen to me drivel, dribble, oh, yeah. or whatever. That's Shit. Right. That's right, yeah. That's right. Okay. Anyway, guys, moving on. This week, it's random. We're out there, but, you know, you're here for it and we're here for it. We thought, what a great time for you guys to get to know us a bit better. And we can right near the end of season one. Yeah, coming to the end, and we thought, learn a bit more about us, and we want to learn a bit more about each other because we know each other very well. So we thought, let's just let's play a game. Yes, we're going to play a game. Absolutely. Um, So part of this is from couples therapy. So back when so relevant, we are relevant. We're very relevant. So we're coming off of a mental health series. Zach and I um, went through couples therapy. Um, We are huge advocates for therapy, both individually and in a couple. Even if you don't have any crucial hot issues that you need to deal with, couples therapy is a great way to build the foundations (laughs) of creating a good relationship to be able to communicate well, to be able to communicate your needs. Anyway, during that time when we went to couples therapy, um, we talked about our love languages and Zach's was, is quality time. And so to do that and a way that you can do that is playing games. So me being me and being like, let's do two things in one. I found a game by a company called Best Self and they create um, cue cards or like question cards in different categories. And there was a intimacy or a relationship one. So it's basically built and designed to bring you closer to your partner by opening conversation. So yeah, the categories are about you, life, past, what's that one? Random, intimacy and relationships. Yep. So they're all questions geared around opening the conversation and being able to be vulnerable with your partner. And you can make it into a game however you want. Um, But we used to dedicate a color because the categories are colored um, to a number of a dice. So we would set them out on the table, go one through to six and then roll a dice and we would both answer the question. So we thought... And hang on, we now have to let... Everyone know because you know how I got the cards. Oh yeah, sure. So yeah. Sean did all this great work, and then this gal here started dating the guy that we have spoken about before for four or five months this year, but ghosted me. R.I.P. He's actually coming back very soon. I said to Sean, "I was like, should I just pretend we're still together?" But <laughs> hey, babe, 
babe. How are you? Missed you. Anyway, bless. Okay, so he struggled with communication and he struggled with opening up and it was something he found difficult in the past. So Sean recommended these cards as just a light get to know you kind of thing. Hmm. And some um, categories are a bit harder, um, more intimacy, more about talking about past trauma, which is something that he struggled with, past, you know, growing up, childhood, things like that. He just hadn't done it. So it was a nice way to open it up. Yeah. And so we did it and our little thing, we didn't play a game, but we would get into bed every night and we'd do three. Yeah. So we'd, we'd pick a topic, but we wouldn't roll dice, pick a topic, and then we'd just do three cards and we'd both answer them. So we thought... Why don't we do it with each other and yeah. you guys? So we're going to do, I mean, depending on how much shit we drivel. Nice. Um, nice thank use you, of the word there, Thank you, sister. thank you. Um, depending on that, we will get through a few, maybe 10 or so. Um, and we are going to pick them from the box at a random, not a category, just a whatever. We've taken the intimacy and love one out because I feel like we can do another episode in that in season two. So this yep. is going to be on random, on past, on um, about you and things like that. So we're going to pick some from that. And we haven't spoken to each other, obviously, about these questions or about these answers. So it's this is a hot, this is a hot off the press. Unedited, raw, not prepped no. ep for your ears. Yep. But it's going to be fun. Um, think about your answers as we answer them. Yeah, and send them in. Send them in. We love that. We love reading all of your comments. All Thank right, you Sean. so much. Me go first? Yeah, pull okay. the first card. All right. So we have... It's yellow. What's yellow? Yellow is random. Random. So what's something you thought when we first met that you no longer believe to be true? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Um, actually... I thought when we first met, like, Sean didn't really want to be my friend. So um, I kind of, like, sounds so creepy, stalked her from afar. Um, <laughs> so, I, like, I was like, she seems pretty cool, doesn't want to be my friend. Um, so, like, I told her only this year that I was like, yeah, she used to write a blog. I was like, I used to read all your blog posts. And she was like, what? I was what? like, yeah, every single one. I read all your blog posts because, like, I was intrigued, wanted to be a friend. You seem nice, didn't want to talk to me. So I just stalked her. And um, I thought she was quite funny in a blog post, but I thought like she must sit there for hours and try to be really <laughs> funny. And because she was quite, you were quite serious at study days. I'm there uh, to work. And I was like, oh, she, I'm there to she's learn. like not, she just must, she has a way with words. She must be funny because <laughs> oh, she's had like three hours to write this. So I didn't think you as funny as you actually are. And so now I actually no longer believe that to be true. Oh, You're a funny bitch. You are. I enjoy that fact. That's yeah. great. Thank you. Well, mine that we've have spoken about, because when I first met you, I thought you were um, a mean gal <laughs> and that you were too cool for school. That hurts me to what? the core. No, it's it says more about me than it says about you, Does sister. Does it? No, because... Absolutely. Oh, I don't know. But, oh, I spoke about this this morning with my pal care team. I was really? Like, Guys, what did you think of me? thought you were really nice I was like oh, you're all lying <laughs> well no so basically that says more about my insecurity around not feeling good enough or like that you're too cool for me because I still have that like nerdy geeky lanky kid that got bullied at school by the cool kids yeah but I was not a cool kid at school no but you you looked like a cool kid don't forget like this is coming in I, I like know nothing about your saxophone history <laughs> <laughs> dropped that 
<laughs> yeah, Jess used to play the saxophone at school and there's I some wicked, wicked photography of that. It's my caller ID. <laughs> I love that fact so much. But I didn't know about that, that you were like this nerd band geek <laughs> dancing, you know, musical theater gal. I didn't know that about you. Your facade is very put together and very cool, very fashionista. And I thought that you had a mean, you would have had a mean personality to go with it because you were very beautiful and just very like put together and just was friends with everybody. And I just thought that you're too good for me. So, so guys, you've all learned Sean's actually funny and I'm quite nice. Yeah. That's it. Love that. All right. Can't... And she can play the saxophone pretty good too. <laughs> Fuck off. Card two. Oh, I've got a random one too. What's one thing you want to do together that we haven't done before? Take over the world. No. Um, well, I think I've, I would love to go on holiday with you. Like a we proper holiday. I know. That's what, but I, that's what I want to do. That I want to go on like a proper fun. holiday. Where, like, you, where would we go? Ooh. I'm feeling like Greece. Oh, I'd love that. Mm. I'm there. I'm ready. Yeah, ready to go. I'm ready. In the meantime, I would love to catch up with Helene and Dom. That would yes. be nice. Like when the borders open up. Maybe From, that will be our first holiday. That'll be our first to Little catch up with sis- the Spoonie, Spoonie Society, Society girls. sister trip. Yeah. Um, because we are we have fully bonded. Yes. And that would be a lovely trip. It would be a lovely trip. I do trip. like that. What's what what was the question again for me? What's one thing you want to do together that we haven't done? Um I yeah, I'd love just even a weekend down south without mm. work. Like oh, a weekend, God, yeah. no work, no phone. No one's on call. Dribble shit for the people. Love that. Sit by the beach. Oh, that would be really nice. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah, that's Doggo, a good one. Doggo, Doggo trip. yeah, yeah. They're hanging out together now. Yeah, they're Uncle having Reece a puppy date. Uncle Reese has got them. All right. So, ooh, about you. What's your favorite meal and why? <laughs> People are going to be like, I want to learn about my chronic illness. <laughs> Jess is telling me about a green curry. <laughs> Look, it's about all of our lives okay, with okay, chronic illness. You've right. got to still have fun. So, well, part of my chronic illness, my gut is sensitive. I should not have chili. I just went to my derm and naturopath and they were like, Jess, you know, chili really triggers your psoriasis. Just chill. I can't. Chile. I, I can't chile. <laughs> I love chile. But my favorite meal is a green curry. I just, I can't tolerate, obviously, gluten. My body tolerates rice so well. Sometimes I think I'm just going to turn into a rice ball. <laughs> and I just love a green curry. I'm obsessed with broccoli. I love my green Blech. veggies. What do you mean? So, so. I'm currently drinking a green smoothie. It's disgusting. Sean just can't deal. It's but I love vile. a green curry. And do you want specifics? Yeah. I'll tell you specifics. Tell me specifics. My favourite green curry is the one from Six Senses. That's a bit too specific. Yeah, but it is creamy. <laughs> it is delicious. And you know what? If there's any potential date lovers out there, I'm either going to take you there with all <laughs> potential. Oh, my God. My first date with a vet. He's like, where do you want to go? I was like, Six Senses, bro. Um, so all future love potentials, that's where we might go for dinner. Anyway, great food. Love it. What's your favorite dinner? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, so my, I've got two and anyone who knows me. It was me, one. The question was one. No, but, but I'm being gonna, selfish. All right. I'm going to tell you two. What, buy one, <laughs> get one free. So my favorite meal to buy, like when we go out for a restaurant, is always going to be a penne, a penne arabiata. What always. is that? So it's a, a pasta dish because your girl loves pasta. And um, it's a... Say it again. Pasta. 
No, what it's called. I'm trying to guess oh, what's in it. Oh, penne arrabbiata. 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 Arancinis and the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you can put cheese on top. No, it's a it's just a tomato, chili, garlic. Um, there can be chorizo in there, um, olive, um, just yummy. Um, so that's my like go-to restaurant meal. But my like nostalgic meal post hospital trips, post surgery, post doctors, all of the, when you're sad, my granny used to make me this meal. It's mashed potato. I love that. That's underrated. I love mashed potato. It's more mashed potato, baked beans. You've lost me. <laughs> I'll lose you again. Nah, don't. So hot mashed potato, hot baked beans. Yeah. Cold can of tuna. <coughs> Sean. That is honestly. That is the most fucking horrific <laughs> thing. I can't that do. That is something you'd get on I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. Honestly, it's my favourite. Like it's literally what nostalgic. Fuck? What flavour's the tuna? Just plain. <laughs> cat, so cat food, <laughs> some baby mush. And some fucking camping tin. <laughs> yep, that's me. Honestly, babe, it's my favourite. That has thrown me. <laughs> we can't Every- <laughs> holiday together if you're going to make me eat that shit. Honestly, it was honestly the best food. It warmed me to where, my soul. Where did she think, I'm going to create this? I'm going to put these three things together because that sounds so good. I have no so idea. Good. I have no idea, but I used Does to eat Fion it. Does eat this? Yep. Fion, oh, Fion, no, here's one for you. No. My darling sister, she's going to love slash hate me for this. So she too used to have mashed potatoes, fish and beans is what we used to call it. Oh, mashed stop. Potatoes, mashed potatoes, fish and beans. I would have mine on a plate. So mashed potatoes, tuna, beans, now, all do you segregated take, out. Yeah, so do you take a mouthful of each? A or little do, bit together. Do you put them all together? Oh, yep. Fion no. used to put it in a bowl and mash them all together. So just mix it into one like slot. That looks like actual dog food. Yeah, Fion used to love that. Love that it. is the. Uh, we're moving on because I'm not okay <laughs> with that. Fuck me. Next question. Tell me about a goal or a personal dream that you haven't shared with anyone. Ooh. Now the end part of that question threw me because I have shared it, and I think I've shared it with you previously just pretend you haven't okay um my dream is to open up a um a respite facility for um acutely disabled like chronically disabled children and their families down south um, in southwestern australia um so that families of um kids that have a lot of medical complex needs can go down as a family, have a holiday together and that the child with the um, complex needs can also have a holiday with the family super close and can be involved. They can, there's, I want there to be music therapy, art therapy, hydrotherapy, animal therapy, like everyone's just in nature and having a grand old time but everyone's doing it together because a lot of these families get segregated. They get isolated. They can't have trips together because of the need that their child's need. That's a lot of need in one sentence, but I want to create that space. 
I love that. I think that's a bit of a shared dream when we did talk about it. We're like, yeah, yeah amazing. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit a step closer towards my dream in that um, we're getting a hospice here in WA mm. and yeah, my team is doing that. And so I am a part of the first one of those kind of facilities, which is very exciting and I think, yeah, that's when I looked back, actually, quite uh, topical. Yesterday when I was, I was helping my auntie with her CV for she wants to get back into like clinical on the floor nursing. Um, And so I was like, oh, I'll go back to my very first nursing CV and then I'll go to like my current one and send her both and and see what she wants from them. Nice. But my very, very, very first when I met Sean CV um, <laughs> back in 2014, 15, 15, 2015. It would have been 14, 14. that you'd written it. Yeah. Okay. A while ago. And we had to write our three, five and 10 year goals. And my 10 year goal was to be a pediatric palliative care clinical nurse specialist in a hospice. Wow. I mean, if anything, I am very fucking on the predictable. Money. Yeah. Because <laughs> seven years later and, and here we are. Here we are. But anyway, so that was my career dream. And oh. I'm I'm like heading there. What's so your exciting. life dream? Life dream. I think life dream I'd like very simple things. I'd like a loving family. I like I'm very I'm a part of a loving family, but I'd mm. one day like my own loving little family and I think I'd like a better work life balance for myself. Amen, sister. And I think I would like a home closer to the ocean. I'd love like these are all very wishful thinking. I'd love a place down south, Ooh, a little yeah. getaway. I'd love to potentially move down there. Yes. Um but yeah, nothing like specific and big, but definitely a step towards my career dream. Absolutely. So on that, I... did you just do two? No. I you think just you did. did that one. Okay, fine. Sorry. Thank you very I'm much. <laughs> one of us has to be on the money, don't they? Oh yeah, shame someone doesn't know how to read the time. Uh, rude. What's currently keeping you up at night or causing you stress? I mean, I don't know if it's a throbbing foot pain that <laughs> might do it, but it's currently numb yeah. now. So, hey, you never know. I might you sleep might. well. Oh, no, yeah. I won't because I'm going to be wired from the drugs. Yeah. Um, that, P.S., anyone who's had a cortisone in between your toe joints, that was the worst stinging acute pain I have ever ever felt i can't imagine it that. was like someone had pulled apart your toe joints like literally spaced them apart and trigger then, warning and then shoved like 17 wasps and gone attack and they're all fucking stun you at the exact same time and then your joint just swells the fuck up anyway that was quite visual but that's actually exactly what it felt like oh my gosh and then i was like you done you done he's like nah 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 will you let me do another one I was like, well, I'm not going to let you, but if this helps me fucking, yeah, go on, bring the wasp back. Anyway, wild. What was the question again? I forgot. Sorry. What's causing you stress? Uh, stress. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of it. Um, working Share two it. jobs and currently, like Sean said, I'm on night shift this weekend and then I'm back on day shift during the week and that's stressful. Mm. And Korea, I feel like, I'm like mm, I just want, I want to move i want something i want something to happen i'm getting itchy so it's a bit stressful and my health ongoing health my skin is stressing me the fuck out but you'll all be proud of me i'm on i've got a right plan for that but 
you know what's so annoying? I have to wash my hair every single day for a month with some special cream and then sleep in oil. So I'm just rocking, rocking, rocking an oily slick bun every day. And I just am not looking That's or a lot feeling of my best there, self. Sister. Yeah, so many spoons. And I couldn't get my footwear after today. So I had my foot out of the shower while trying to wash my hair before Uncle Reese came to pick up buns. It was a lot. Yeah, we need to think about a new way to get you in the shower. Yeah, no, that'll be okay. It'll be all right in a couple of days. Um, But yeah, so work is stressing me. My foot pain was stressing me and that was physically keeping me up at night. Yeah, well, um, that reminds me when I was a child, my I don't remember this, thank the Lord, um, but my mum remembers a time when I was being cannulated. So when they try to put a drip in your hand or whatever, when I was in hospital and I was so dehydrated that my all my veins had shut down and they'd lost all my other ones in my hand and my arm. So they went to my feet and I apparently hit the roof because the foot hurts more than most areas. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. Nah. So that, that pain just gives me shudders thinking about that. I just, oh. I hate feet. Like feet, just thinking about feet would keep me up at night. I hate them. You know what this lovely foot surgeon who literally was so nice that he gave me steroids without having to come back today. Amazing. Love him for that. He said to me, he was like, what do you do? Because he saw me in my scrubs and I told him, he was like, that, that's horrendous. That's the worst job I could ever imagine. I was like, bro, <laughs> you have the worst job I could ever imagine. Like, you feet, what the fuck? All and day. then he was like, speaking of, can I look at yours? the piece he was like they are so small and so bendy and what is this jazzy toe ring <laughs> and I was like mate there's a story to that he's like yeah go on like I need to know the story behind this jazzy ring and I was like look I think I was 16 17 I don't know I have a horrendous foot phobia I hated my feet I was very self-conscious I did ballet my toes they all go in it's just not cute and so my nana bought me a toe ring to jazz up my ugly foot and he was like, right, so have you ever taken it off? I was like, no, nah, man. Nah. He was like, okay. 24-7. Yeah. Anyway, jazzy toe ring. Doesn't keep me up at night, though. I can't even feel it. Sean hates it. I don't even care. What? <laughs> Disgusting. It's your turn No, now. what keeps you up at night? You need oh. to tell me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Wow. Um, what keeps me up at night? Um, look, I think about other people quite a lot, actually. That keeps me up at night. Um. I worry about my granny a lot. That keeps me up at night. Um, I do worry about uh, my health also. I think that's a common thing, hey, like chronic illness. You never stop thinking about your health or, or thinking what, about how you're going to potentially feel tomorrow or yeah, what the next or day like, bring. Or. Yeah, and, or, or if, if you're in pain, what the pain is. Like it's just this constant wondering and what's going to happen next. And if you're having a good run, you're like, oh, I feel really good something's going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. like that constant waiting. So that kind of stresses me out a bit. And then um, being cold keeps me up at night. Yeah. I hate Feels, being cold. Yeah. Such a fine balance because I'm either freezing or sweating. I'm well, like, you know me, 27. <laughs> Bang yeah. on the money. <sighs> Love that for you. Okay. Sean. Yes. If you could pick one year of your life to do over, which year would you pick and why? Oh, God. That's a good one. That is a great question. Do you know what? What? <laughs> Just had a sip of me juice box. Sorry, team. Um, I don't know if I would, eat, I would ever want to do a year again. Really? Yeah, no. Nah. Why? None of them have been, like, Amazing. exceedingly great. Yeah. I think the year maybe, actually, 
if I had to pick one, yeah. it'd probably be the... That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it'd probably be the year that I was back in England and we had a... It was our first, like, holiday girls trip away to Greece, actually, to Mykonos. And it was a rowdy, like, boozy trip. And it was our first, like, adult adventure. Like, no parents, like, just rowdy. Um at the beach had to look after your own money and we got kicked out of our hotel a day early because we hadn't scheduled it properly so then I had to go to the hotel next door and like bargain with the guy to try and get a room for us to stay in and put our bags until the bus picked us up at like 3 a.m or something it was wild anyway I'd probably do that year that was like a really you're coming of age like that whole nothing can stop you you've got the whole world in front of you thing that was a really good year but really, I don't think I'd ever I'd do redo another one. Mm. And okay. All of them have been a bit shit. Yeah, fair. You know. Yeah. There's not one that I'm like, ooh, yeah. Mm. But it's getting there, Look, getting better. Yeah, aggressively. I, I would say I wouldn't do 2021 again, 2020 again, or 2019. Uh-uh. We all know. You all know. Mm. They can fuck off. Yeah, we don't. Like My them. favorite year, I think, was when I was 24. That's very specific. Yeah, that year. It was stressful in that I was finishing my intensive care pediatric clinical nurse postgrad. Mm-hmm. That was very hard. Mm-hmm. Took a lot of time. But um, 24, yeah, that's 20, 20, yeah, 2018. So that was a great year. Mm-hmm. I was happiest in my relationship. Mm-hmm. I was so sure I was in the right relationship. I had been... In my house for about six months, so mm-hmm. we're like peak excitement, renovation. I got yep. Mr. Bundastic. Oh, yeah, well. Mr. Bundy came into year. my life. I had friends that were treating me well before treating me shit. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say I don't have beautiful friends now, but, you know, the ones we've spoken about in previous yep. in episode three, they were not causing me issues. You were so happy at the time. I was happy at the time. Um, my family's health was all really good then. Like, you know, grandparents, parents, mm-hmm. brothers, all of that. Um, yeah, so 2024, I think, was my favourite year. Mm. Um, yeah. Peak adult. Peak, peak adult. And then I'm kind of on the downhill, but that's okay. It's all right. Slippery We're slope. We're here for the journey. Slippery slope to 30. <laughs> Which, You're very close. I know. You don't have to remind me. You are touching me the ring. That I can smell it from here. <laughs> I can the smell ring. the Panadol and the back pain. Um, which animal do you think is your spirit animal and why? I'm sorry, this is an easy one for me. Go. A dolphin. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> why is that an easy one? That's I why am, are you a seven year old girl? I am I'm a dolphin. So, I am so certain. Like I this speaks to me deep oh with God. like I am I know that. When I come back to this world, I will be a dolphin. What? There's just no no doubt about it. You can't just keep saying okay, that. They the are majestic. They are calm. They are loving. They are beautiful. They are mammals. Do they you? care about their young. Yeah. I 
I don't know. I have always had this fucked up obsession for dolphins. Yeah, look. I my think- family can back me. My yeah. whole bedroom was mm. dolphins. Look. Like, you know those little dolphin statues? I had every oh, single God. one. And then, actually, I'm going to tell you a story. <clears throat> get ready for this. Now, I might get some of the fun facts wrong. Um, so <laughs> it could be a fun fact follow-up between my mother and my nana. But I will get back to you. I promise. Episode 13, I will liaise with mum and nana. But the story goes, my mum is a water skier. Uh Very good one, in fact. That's That's a fun fact. That's a fun fact. I didn't know that. Okay. So she is. Dad thinks he's good. (laughs) He's not. (laughs) No. He snapped his hamstring last time he tried because mum was like, babe, we're getting older now. You should probably stretch before. And dad was like. I don't need to do that. <laughs> Excuse me. So mum stretched, had the most lovely, majestic ski of her life. Dad did a beach start and we just had ping and his whole hamstring disconnected. That is a fucked up photo that I should also show you all. He went black and blue and got raised to hospital. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so happy Australia Day, Dad. Um, remember that? <laughs> Lol. But anyway, so my mum is a very good water skier and her parents owned a boat their whole life and that's Mm -hmm. what they did they spent every school holidays every weekend water skiing camping so when I was little and I was the first grandchild I just hopped along for all the journey and with me I looked like a little potato jet when I was little just this fat dimply gal and I just lived in my life jacket on the boat right and this one point uh, like I feel like I think my granddad has hyped this story up because it doesn't (laughs) even sound real but there was a pod of dolphins and my mum also thinks her spirit animal is a dolphin. So it might be congenital. This, <laughs> this might be congenital. But she is so obsessed with dolphins. Like, So when we were away, like if she sees one, all of us will just get into the water, clothes, whatever, just to be with the dolphin because they are us, right? So this is so fucked up. We're all so obsessed. So anyway, <laughs> this dolphin kind of jumped up by the boat mm-hmm. and came up against the boat and was like swimming next to the boat and just locked. I was crying hysterically on the boat because mum was skiing and I was detachment issues, right? Secure attachment. My mum's yeah. in the water and I am crying in my life jacket uh-huh. too. You know, yeah. this is sad. Mum's going to get eaten by a shark, you know, yeah. hysterically crying. And this dolphin came up and locked eyes with me and hung around the boat. And I instantly stopped crying. And they didn't do anything. I became obsessed with dolphins from that day. And then my mum dropped off her water skis and swam with a pot of dolphins. And from that day, we've been, uh, mum and I are very connected. <laughs> this is the most fucking stupid story. So, But I, anyway, so my, my spirit is connected to them. I okay. Think. But I think you... <laughs> is that the question? It said, what's your spirit animal? Yeah, but I think your understanding of what a spirit animal oh, is. Oh, no, okay. I think what you've no, told no, us no. is your favourite animal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my spirit is... No, okay, okay, okay. Oh, fuck. So, we actually... We had my cousin, little cousin's dinner, Christmas... Not Christmas, fuck. My little cousin's birthday dinner. And my auntie decided to work out what all of our spirit animals were and I said you don't need to work out my mind is a dolphin and they said no you're more like actually I'm gonna have to ask my auntie it was some sort of cat a big cat not a lion it was a big cat because I'm like quite sassy and fierce and majestic and independent that was the actual thing it was a type of cat we've lost Sean she's crying (laughs) I don't know why you find this so funny just because I'm part dolphin I don't (laughs) know (laughs) 
brother, what's that type of bird? <laughs> that is the head wobbles and they do that little like dance to impress the girls. Because my brother just is a big man <laughs> that jiggles his little head. Anyway, fuck, I'll come back to you. And my dad's an otter. I'm telling you my whole family. And Bundy, Bundy bought my dad for Father's Day a toy otter. <laughs> So you know my whole family spirit animal and don't take dolphin away from me because that's what I am. Anyway, I hope your story is as interesting as (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we're bringing this episode to you. Oh, God. We have officially lost it. We have lost it on record. Look, I'm going to bring it back. I still don't think you understand what spirit animal is. But we'll go with the dolphin. That's fine. Mine's sloth because I'm lazy. Anyway, <laughs> next question. I'm oh, I can't. Oh. Here we go. You can't mess no, this question up. Is it your turn? It's go? my turn. Okay. Yeah, give me my card. Okay. What are the top five qualities you admire about me? Either human version or dolphin. Or dolphin. <laughs> Top five qualities. Well, I think number one, you're extremely caring. Um, number two, you're extremely intelligent. Number three, you're as funny as I am. That's a big call. It's a big call, but it's true. Ben's wrong. Four, I've said caring already, haven't I? I should have that's written it, these that's down. That's all you've got. No. <laughs> I just don't want to repeat myself. Five's a lot. I'm happy with three. You happy with three? Yep. Three's nice. Caring intelligent funny funny why don't i have a boyfriend <laughs> i don't mean fuck all right my top three then oh. you are very generous thank you like the like she buys me presents all the time fills me fridge force feeds me when i'm today oh my god today i had such a busy sad day and she i checked my, i didn't even check my phone i was so busy yeah. and there's a message saying where are you do you want me to bring you a fruit cup <laughs> so, i just need to get you some food so generous get some nutrition's in you um, I can't look after myself though. Generous. Yeah, no, you can't. You share that. <laughs> yeah. That's not one of your qualities. <laughs> yeah, that's not my quality. Um, generous, funny, like we've already spoken about it. Funny bitch. And loyal. Oh, I think you're very lovely. loyal Thank you, to sister. all of the people in your life. That's beautiful. And you put so much time and effort into all of the people in your life. I don't know what, how's that, what quality is that been to? Dedicated. You're very dedicated and devoted to the people in your life. Oh, devoted. thank you. That, you just got five. I did. You're welcome. I feel bad. That's fine. That's okay. I threw you off with the dolphin thing. I get you it. You did. I was recovering still. <laughs> okay. Now it's oh, now. Is it now your turn? Yeah, it's now your turn. Now my turn. <clears throat> Which personal accomplishment are you most proud of, and why? Ooh. I think we've already spoken about my career accomplishment. Like I've like even Mum rang me today. She was like, I was thinking about that today when I was 27. I hadn't even finished my RN. Wow. Um, so my mum was an EN, then an RN, then a CN, then a CNS, then a CNC. Um, climbed the ladder. She climbed it. She climbed it quick when she hit RN. She shot it in yeah. four years. She's like, we'll just go straight to the top, thanks. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, my career accomplishment, I'm very proud of that. Yeah. And I think it's been hard to get there. It's been hard to fight for the positions I want. And it's been hard. And I think I'm proud of that yeah 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 but it's it's not been initially easy but I do love my jobs uh I'm also pretty like proud thinking like I bought a house at 23 yeah it's wild and it's the 
big old one. Yeah. You did a massive job on that one. Um, I think that's a good accomplishment getting into the market. I think, so I think like my career stuff, mum's very proud of. Mm. And I think my house of dad's a mortgage broker. I think he's just so stoked for me that I got in at the right time. And yeah. I think that's a pretty cool thing. I feel like... What are you proud of? Like you, that's what, Okay, that's... Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, mm, yeah. I think what I'm probably most proud of... Most are proud of... Most proud of is how independent I've become. Yeah, there it is. In the last two years. Yeah, girl. I, don't, I didn't think I could do it. Mm. And I've done that and more. I yeah. think that's my proudest self thing. Yeah, for sure. Like, and how much shit I've gotten myself actually through yeah and I'm still sometimes funny about it so coping mechanism yeah I think that is my personal accomplishment yes yeah do you like that that's beautiful what was yours um mine is um being the first one in my family to go to university that is cool yeah so that was always a big thing for me so my my uncle went to university and when I was growing up at my granny's house my granny proudly put my um, uncle's graduation photo on the wall. And growing up, I was like, oh, I want to be on that wall. And then my cousin, who's a year older than me, he went to university, got a degree, got put on the wall. And I was like, right. I'm coming for the wall. Coming for the wall. So yeah. And so I'm the first one in our immediate family, like my mum, dad, and all that, to go to university. And so, Yeah. I'm super proud that my photo is on my granny's Not uh, mantelpiece. Just look at you, bitch. You are thriving. Here's me like, I, I want to be, I'm going to apply for the CNS. And Sean's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, peasant. I've been there. I've done that. I am oh, doing dude. that. No, I'm doing a maternity leave cover, but because no one else wanted she's it. she's still slaying it. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Okay. It's hard work though. I know, but you're doing great. Thanks, mate. All right. Three more, I think, probably. That's probably Try enough. Stuff. All right. Sister, mm. if you were given a million dollars and you had to spend it in one week, how would you spend it? Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I'd pay off my parents' mortgages. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you got two of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there'll be money left over. For you. Yeah. No, they no, won't. Both of them. Gone. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. That's a million out the window. Yeah. Well, so I might have a little bit of play money. If I'd do the same for sure. Mm. I also have mine, which sucks. I don't think I'd be left with much after that. <laughs> but... I would like oh, a million bucks. A million does not go far nowadays. It doesn't. Does it? But I could take a year off and foster kids. Ooh. I could so do that. Yeah, you could. Oh, would you do that. like high medical issues? Yeah, kids? yeah. Like yeah. tracheostomy ventilated yeah. kids, take them to do fun shit. Yeah. I think I'd Love do that. that and like set up a space here where I could have respite. That's cool. Because I wouldn't have to work. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That would be cool. That's a cool That's a cool cost. Maybe take myself on a little holiday because, yeah. you know, you deserve that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's mine. All right. Your turn. Love that. Ooh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Fucking loud breathers. <laughs> I can't do. So, oh, oh, my God. The last loud breather that triggered me, I texted girls because I was sitting in the front seat of an Uber with my three friends. And the Uber driver, like, I don't know. <laughs> if it's men with big nostrils and a lot of nose hair and it just brushes past that nose hair <laughs> but like that i'm like are you tired are you exhausted do do you need a water like yeah. why are you so it's like the drunk sleep like yeah oh loud breathers and my first ever boyfriend he was so sweet he didn't even snore 
but he just loud breathed and oh, it wasn't I'm, that bad but honestly you should chat to zach because i'm i'm a loud sleeper oh no i'm a loud no. sleeper breather no my ex ex he had fucking airway surgery because i couldn't deal with it <laughs> he also had a sleep study and his stats were 50 i was like it's not just me sweetie like i am almost resuscitating you nightly <laughs> Um, anyway, loud breathers Mm. and people who chew with their mouth open. Oh, that's me too. I do that with chewing gum. Fuck. I don't know why I did this with you. You haven't noticed it. (laughs) You will now. Yeah, I know. I'm going to punch you tonight (laughs) when we have dinner. (laughs) Anyway, they're my two pet peeves. Pet peeves. Um, I don't really have, or I do actually, when people scratch paper. It's like Who a whiteboard. Who scratches paper? They're not a cat. No, but like if you like, like, huh, I can't even think about it. Is that it. a pet peeve though? People don't do that without knowing. Like people oh, sure. unknowingly breathe and I'm like, your existence kills me. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're saying now. I don't really know if I have a pet peeve. I'm quite tolerable of most people. I'm not. I am not. Yeah, no, I'm pretty tolerable. Tolerable. Pretty horrible. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't, I don't really have one. Oh. I don't like it when people put feet up on the car if they're dri- if you're driving and they're in the passenger seat. There you go, seat. that's a pet peeve. That's sure. a real one. Don't enjoy that. That's random. Sure. It's uh, dangerous. Uh, yeah, true. Goodbye, fractured pelvis. Yeah. Okay. Um, Did you just go or did I just go? Your turn. Okay. Tell me something you believed as a child that wasn't true and makes you laugh now. Ooh. I don't have one for this. I've got one. All right, you go first while I think about it. So my brother thought this was true too, so it's not just for me, everyone. He's not a dolphin boy, but so it's probably not as true as me. Um, So traffic lights as a child, uh-huh. I couldn't work them out. I did not understand them. And I was like, how does this, like at night you drive home from a friend's house, you're in the backseat with your parents, so you kind of pretend you're asleep, but you're kind of looking out. There's no other cars around. And I'm like, How? Does that traffic light know how to go green for me? How? I do not understand. To the point where I was so concerned that I pulled my brother out one day and we spoke about it. I was like, Ben, what's going on with those traffic lights? <laughs> like, I just don't understand what's yeah. happening. He's like, nah, man. And then we thought about it. And we thought about it. And I was like, oh, I've got it. And he's like, yeah, hit me. I was like, I think at every traffic light, there's a man in like a little cave, like a little manhole. And they, I was like, this was like envisioning spy kids bullshit. Yeah. There's a little trap door next to every single traffic light. Mm. And there's one individual man in Mm. like a cave, like full cave decked out. Like I'm not talking there's brick walls and like fancy things down there. It's just a dug hole. Yeah. And a man sitting on a spinny computer chair with big big computer screens. And he had cameras up there. And so when he saw a car come, he'd press the space bar and it would go from red to green and people can go. And then he would just control it, pressing that space bar, red, green, orange, red. He'd just go for it. And that, that was your shift. So when people did night shift, I was like, ah, oh, people in the manholes. You need someone to coordinate those lights. It is busy. Yeah. And it wasn't like, one for an intersection. Yeah. Every single fucking light had a different man. Wow. And that, that's a lot of jobs. And I can visualize it now. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, like sometimes now, 
I, I told my first ever boyfriend this. He thought it was hilarious. And we'd like see how far away from the sensor we could get. And I was like, see, if there was a man under there, he would know. He would know I'm here. Anyway, that's so, what I thought. So how do traffic lights change? I've never really looked it up. But I think he told me it was a sensor. There's yeah, a sensor, the isn't there? Thank That's you. I've, I've thought of one while you were telling that story. Okay, go on. I don't even know if you, I don't think I've told you this bit. Um, so up until a very embarrassing time ago, like it's not long ago, it's quite recent. Like I'm talking within the last decade that I learned that this was not true. Okay. Like since we've been working. <laughs> since okay? I've known you. Since you've known me, I've learned something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> that is very embarrassing. I didn't know that oranges were segmented. What do you mean? So you know like a mandarin? Yeah. When you peel it yeah. and it breaks up yeah. into little little bite-sized pieces yeah. like a Terry's chocolate orange but in an orange form? Yeah. In segments. Yeah. I didn't know that a big orange versus a small mandarin, a big orange. Oh. Like a navel so orange. So you thought if there was no knife, you've got no no other option but to eat it like an apple. Yeah, like ripping. Well, I, well, I didn't know that you could do that either. So I, so the, the reason I found this out was because <laughs> I thought I was the smart Alec and someone was coming to break with an orange and a plate. And I was like, <laughs> mate, you need a knife. How are you going to eat your orange? And they looked at me like, like a what mandarin, do you mean? sweetheart. And she just put her thumb in the skin, ripped it open and blew my tiny little mind because the orange was in segments. Because up until that point, I had only ever eaten an orange that had been sliced into segments, like sliced orange slices. Wow. So I didn't know, regardless of the fact that I'd eaten mandarins and satsumas and smaller versions of an orange <laughs> that was segmented, I did, did not think... Did you think the same about a lemon? Oh, you still don't know that now. Come on, Sean. I never thought about a lemon, but yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, look, citrus fruit confuses me. Apparently. A bit like fucking time difference. Yeah, look, put it in the pile. Stuff to think oh on. Oh my god! Wow. Well, please write in please. what thing you thought was true as a child <laughs> that is you have learned is no longer true. Can't be as um, worse as an orange or traffic light men. I think mine's worse. Uh, yours is stupid. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, okay. Yours is a childhood like imagination. Mm. Mine's like legitimate <laughs> evolution. Just has not worked. Dumb. Yeah, dumb, 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 dumb. All right. Well. We hope you enjoyed that random episode. Random. And look, it was, a, I don't even know what we talked about. Neither. But, but we managed had... to talk shit for an hour. Well, I just hope everyone's had a bit of fun. Have a bit of a laugh. Like I just, you know, we've done a lot of serious episodes. And if anything, life just throws shit at you all the time. And sometimes you just need to have a good time and a laugh with your mates. And... I hope that this episode has done it for you because it's definitely done it for us. I feel better. Do you? I'm still so offended that you last I had about me being a dolphin. I just I just can't get over the look. When you listen back, you'll hear when you're not drugged up 
to your eyeballs. You're here that you didn't answer the question. You literally just told us what your favorite animal was, like no, my a five year old. animal was Bundy. Well, yeah, but like when someone's like, what's your favorite type of animal? No, I'd say what's Staffies. your favorite color? No, if someone said, what's your favorite animal? I would say Staffies. No, you literally just gave us a whole- And if someone said, what's my spirit animal? A dolphin. No, no, okay, look, we'll talk about this offline. All right, fine. Okay. Okay. Anyway, questions and quotes. Look, we've done a whole episode of questions, so I don't think we need to do any more <laughs> I was questions. She pulls another one <laughs> from this deck. No. So okay. we'll just slide on straight through to quotes, All right. yeah? Yeah, go on. So, I think this is very apparent to me today, <clears throat> the first part. <laughs> Sometimes I'm the mess, sometimes I'm the broom. On the hardest of days, I have to be both. And that's a quote by Ruby Francisco. And I had to get Shad to explain it to me. I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. With a mess and a broom. She's like, yeah, I've got to clean up my own mess. Yeah. I was like, oh, sure. Okay. Um, mine is short and sweet. You were never asking for too much. You were simply just asking the wrong people. And isn't that just applicable to most things in life? It is. It <coughs> is indeedy do. So... On that note. On that note, we hope you've had a laugh, if nothing else, yeah. at our expense. And we hope this has picked up your day like Hopefully. it has picked up ours. Yeah. Otherwise, you probably never want to listen again. But and we you don't know, blame you. Stick with it, I promise. <laughs> I'll be off the drug soon. And we'll be more put together next time. But in yeah. the meantime, take care, guys. Bye. Bye.